Hey everybody, welcome to Kingdom Smarts. I'm Jake. And I'm Shannon. And this is usually a podcast where Shannon explains Kingdom Hearts to me in 30 minutes, uh, but we're done with the game. Small asterisks. A little asterisk. Apparently we're not, so that's going to be fun. We're going to do that first, uh, but we're doing a Q&A. But Shannon, uh, what are we doing first? Uh, so apparently there's a second secret ending that they added to the movie that my Let's Player did not add to his Let's Play. Nice. So that was a fun surprise. And also, like, I'll be honest, me and David only got like three-fourths of the way through the movie, <sighs> and there's never finished it, so we didn't unlock this secret ending. <laughs> ah. So did you see this for the first time, like, very recently then? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's stuff I already know, because I've already played 3D. <laughs> right. Oh, because it just is going to be a, like, hey, here comes yeah. the thing. Okay, well, for me, though, it's going to be new, so I'm going to put 30 minutes on the clock. Actually, I'm not. <laughs> We're, I don't think, it, it shouldn't take 30 minutes, it's I like, hope. It was like a two-minute scene, and it's okay. just, like, people talking. All right, well, so before we do the Q&A, uh, let's, let's knock that out. Let's see how, and normal, traditionally, secret endings go super well for me. Real smooth, totally easy. Yeah, you usually love them. Love them. They're my favorite. They don't keep me up at night. That's <laughs> never happened once. Also, we are going to talk about how dirty you done me at the end of the last episode. <laughs> but, but we'll I, do, I'm very sorry. We'll do the secret ending first. <laughs> All right. So we see a room that's very much the computer lab in Radiant Garden. Uh, we see the unconscious forms of Evan, Ienzo, Alias, Dylan, Lee, and Isa. Lee and Isa are both in black coats. Wait, what? Hold on. So, so we're in the before times. We're in the we're in the birth by sleep, the birth slip times. Yes. But but there was like originally just the six. Why are Lee and Isa there? What are they doing there? Mysteries. God damn it. <laughs> and we hear uh Bragg say that was more difficult than I thought, but at least <laughs> things are on track. I feel like your haunches went up. I like you said break. I can feel my neck bristle. Like there's a werewolf near me, <laughs> which there and is because Issa is, I guess, about to be a werewolf. <laughs> so wait, so it, so it's everybody but Bragg. Yes, from the original six plus uh, excellent Syx. Yeah. Okay. Continue. <laughs> we do see eye patch scarred, yellow eyed Bragg with. Mm. Uh, the short hair that's no gray in it, so it is Birth by Sleep era. Okay. And he's like, yeah, and Lord Zemnis is nowhere to be seen, so that means the party's already begun, huh? Wait, did, oh. he, say, did he say Lord Zemnis? Yeah. That guy shouldn't be a Zemnis yet! <laughs> okay. I mean, if he took his heart out already. I thought that, I thought he did that with it. I thought it was like a group thing. They all went and had a group on to get your heart took out, and they did that. <laughs> I feel like I've been lied to by Kingdom Hearts <laughs> at this they, point. They would never do that. <laughs> no, you're right. Not even once. And we hear a voice say yes. It's a voice we don't recognize. Cool. And then uh, Bray keeps going. It's like, man, does that Xehanort scare me like nobody's business? The way he can see into minds. Uh, and it doesn't help that no one uh, knows what the old man wants. I wonder if even you know what's going on inside your own head. And uh, we see Brian kind of walk out and stand next to a young man in a black coat. And at first we don't see, like, the camera pans up and it is a tan-skinned man with short silver hair and, like, the two silver 
tassels coming to, or I guess four. But they're young. Sure. And the hair is short. Okay. <laughs> and the mysterious newcomer is all like, I will be led wherever it is I am destined to go. And Bryce is like, sounds to me like you don't have a clue of your own. <laughs> okay. And our mysterious man is like, every Keyblade Master is bequeathed the Keyblade of his very own. With the passing of time, as you can imagine, more and more Keyblades were forged to be handed down. But of all the Keyblades in existence, Master Xehanort's is the most ancient. That is my destiny. And, like, while he's talking about Master Xehanort's Keyblade, it kind of, like, cuts to Bragg for a second, and, like, his eyes are thinning. But, okay. Is this Ansem, or is this Xehanort? Is this Terra turned into Xehanort? Because he's talking about Xehanort like it's another guy, and now my hackles are up <laughs> again. <laughs> and he says, that is my destiny, but it has yet to become a reality. Okay. And Bragg's like, hey, it's okay. This is all connected to the ancient Keyblade War, isn't that right? Whatever. I got my hands full with Whatever. my own. Whatever. <laughs> I got my hands full with my own plans. God, so which poor him. soul will it be? And he just kind of like gestures outward as the camera pans up and shows the whole room of unconscious people. No. no and the, I... ca the camera flips to the mysterious stranger who's just like smiles and then like starts to talk. But the second it does, it cuts to black and the gold text comes up that says reconnect Kingdom Hearts. Uh, I hate it. <laughs> so, so, okay. I was under the impression from what Kingdom Hearts had told me is that, like, the six of them, like, went away into darkness and then that's what happened. Then they, that's how the Heartless and the Nobody split happened. That's what I was, under that's what I thought had happened because it's basically what they told me happened. Now I'm pretty sure that fucking Bragg and I'm I I don't know who I think it's Xehanort or or maybe it's Ansem, but he just said it's not Xemnas, so it can't be Xemnas, which is Xehanort. Well, part of Xehanort. This is a I feel like I'm in a looper. I will say he does. He's not like he's not quite young and he's not quite an adult. He's like 22. Mm, is this a new person? <laughs> Maybe. How many more new people can they have? And how the fuck does this guy know all about this shit? And I've never heard of him before. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. You want to answer some questions? Um, <laughs> I can't get try. I just feel like now that like they said like, oh yeah, uh, me and the apprentices, we like we dipped because Ansem sucks, and I'm like, yeah, I agree with you. So sure, you went to lose your heart or whatever. But now I'm thinking like. Me and Brig, whoever I am in this situation, we just knocked them all out and fucking took their hearts out. And so fuck them. And then I said that they did it some other way. And who knows, actually. <laughs> now I feel like it was a thing that was done to them. And I am immediately a lot more like, hmm. I didn't like Xemnas before. And now I really don't like it. I mean, I really didn't like him before. And now I extremely don't like him. <laughs> Uh, anyway. I like I like Zig more more and more the shittier he gets. I'm not gonna lie. He, I'm trying to think of. It's just like every time he shows up, I'm just like, oh, oh he's gonna ruin it again. Look <laughs> at him. I'm trying to think of what he reminds me of, and I think it's 
and this is a weird pull, but how familiar with the Lovecraft's like elder gods are you? Vaguely. Okay, so there's like they're all trying to like do whatever because they don't have the same, you know, wants and needs as us because they're all fucking weird aliens and shit. But there's one named Jarl Hotep, um, whose sole purpose, as far as I can tell, is to just like fuck everything up. Like he's just chaos the per like the thing. And that's kind of what Zigbar seems like, is because I don't exactly think he's on anybody's side, and I just gotta know what the hell is up with him, and why his eye got all jaundiced. Yeah, he definitely is, like, chaos with, like, a cowboy swagger that just, like, walks in the room, like, finger-gunning right? everyone. <laughs> and then, then he's just like, alright, I'm gonna see, I got my own stuff going on. I'm like, really? What stuff is that, Zigbar? Because <laughs> I've been wondering that for several games now, which has been a significant portion of my life. <laughs> It's a, it's a good payoff. Okay, I'm excited. Uh, yeah, let's answer some questions, I guess. <laughs> now that you're not nice and riled. Yeah, now that now that my heart rate, I can feel a little bit, and I'm definitely warmer um, than I was a minute ago. <laughs> Do you want to start with uh, Twitter questions? Uh, sure, I think there's only two email questions. Let me check again. But yeah, we can start with uh, Twitter questions. Okay, so uh, first is from Sean at sean underscore afk i would like to hear i would love to hear jake's sora is kingdom hearts theory that he briefly mentioned in the latest episode i just had a friend recently send me the sentence sora is kingdom hearts so hearing jake say the same thing through me uh he followed up with i didn't phrase this as a question but it's definitely a question for the q a <laughs> okay so my theory okay i want to see if i can try to explain this because <laughs> i don't know if it makes sense to me even so the like what kingdom hearts is keeps changing it seems like they keep referring to it as like different things and sometimes it's different colors from it from like because it's like a big moon that's made that's a heart that like is made of ghosts. But I feel like Kingdom Hearts, the the bigger idea is like the thing that connects everybody to each other. Because that's what that's just like what I think it is going on. And I think Sora by virtue of the fact that he keeps being in the middle of things and that he accidentally got the keyblade and he also had like another boy's heart in him like from the jump where he was like hey you seem lost hop on in this heart like i'm a baby <laughs> uh so i'm just like a pure thing right now i feel like by all this stuff and the fact that he is like the goodest boy that like he is now the thing that connects everybody and I don't know if it makes sense or not, but that's what I mean when I say Sora is Kingdom Hearts. Because at the end of Recoded, you see Xion, who is explicitly erased from everywhere, but is still in him because you can't just, like, get rid of someone entirely, which I fucking love. And then he's like, oh, something bad happened to her. And that thing is, they tried to take her out of the world. Like, they tried to, like, erase her entirely, but, like, it's the same thing like it's the same thing with the um like with with uh, the lingering will like the light there is a light that remains and I feel like that is true for everybody and like Sora is sort of my <laughs> wicked punch my microphone talk about my daughter I got all excited I'm sorry and like Sora is like the like the linchpin of all of this stuff that's just that's what I mean by Sora is Kingdom Hearts I don't know if that's anything we'll see <laughs> so find out sooner or later. Oh, also, I definitely think this is hiding um, some people who use the hashtag. 
in the hashtag because like I definitely know that Alan sent us one that should be like between that one and this next one, but it's not, and I know it's in our mentions, so like um I don't I don't know what exactly is going on. So if we miss you, if you did use the hashtag, it's because Twitter is actively defying us right now. <laughs> um so this is from Tanner, uh at Sparky Upstart. There are three questions from Tanner. Uh, the first one is, if Sora auditioned for an unspecified collegiate-level acapella choir, what's his audition song? Now, I know at least one of us on the podcast has seen the movie Pitch Perfect. <laughs> and I know maybe the other one somehow hasn't, even though it would be her shit. Like, I have to keep watching There Will Be Blood. Who else <laughs> is going to do it? Not me, because I'm too busy watching Pitch Perfect, and I feel like that's where... The the difference between us lies. <laughs> anyway, so in that movie, in the first movie, there's an audition scene, and they it, like it's really well done because it's like intercut with everybody singing the same song, and that song is Kelly Clarkson "Since You've Been Gone." It's my maybe my favorite scene in the first movie, and I don't know what song um Sora would sing. I feel like the low hanging fruit is simple and clean. I yeah, that might be too low hanging. Yeah. What about? I don't think it fits for Sora, but I feel like it would fit for several other people. But Kesha's Rainbow, I feel like, would work really well for, like, a lot of people, but maybe not Sora. Maybe Cut to the Feeling. (laughs) Yeah, I can see him doing Cut to the Feeling. Because I feel like that song has, like, the same kind of energy that Sora does. And that, like, it's very pure and, like, he just wants to get to, like, the, the shit, you know? Second question. If Kyrie had a podcast, what would it be about? I have no idea. Would she do a murder podcast, do you think? <laughs> Those seem to be very popular right now. Yeah, I could see her doing, like, a mystery podcast. That would be cool. Or she would do some sort of, like, like actual play that's just, like, really good and really fun. <laughs> uh, and finally, when Riku was working for Maleficent, did he have to reset the time on her VCR? And has Pete inherited this duty? Because she is an old lady. <laughs> I don't think she has a VCR. Probably not. If she did, she'd be like, that is a different witchcraft than my witchcraft, and I don't get it. Yeah. Throw it in the pit. <laughs> you want to do one of the emails? Uh, Sure. All right. This is from uh, BK Klaus. Or Klaus. Sorry if I said that wrong. Uh, alright. Uh, hey, for the q and I have a question for Jake. I have been here since episode 11, and I have... And where Jake is in the Kingdom Hearts universe. I think there's a typo in here, but I'm just gonna keep going, and maybe we'll figure out what the context okay. is. Uh, I have not where Jake is in the Kingdom Hearts universe. I love Jake's reaction, so my question is, Jake, I played Recode on the 2DS and beat it last week, and want to ask Jake if Shion is in Sora's heart with memories, what else could she be? Or where else could she be? Yeah, I feel like some words got jumped in there. Thankfully, I'm kind of a pro at figuring these out because of Morphin <laughs> Grid. Um, I yeah, I I think, I think it's kind of like what I just said. Like it, it like she is a memory, but she is also from him, so they are connected that way. So I I think she's just you know, just part of the whole thing. I I don't know. I'm hoping we find an answer on that because it seemed like. It seems like at the end of Recoded, they're trying to set up that maybe uh, something will get answered. Re, what happened to Xion? 
But yeah, I don't know. And I would, Shannon, I would ask what you think on this, but you probably know what's going to happen. Yeah, no comment. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, next next question uh, from Mr. Danger at this is Mr. Danger. That's a very, um, a very good handle. Not a game question, but if you were to flip the script, what property, question mark, uh, would Jake explain to Shannon? Uh, I feel like we had this last time and couldn't decide on one. Yeah, I, at one point we were going to do Assassin's Creed um, for like a April Fool's episode. But someone now does an Assassin's Creed podcast that is similar and inspired <laughs> by this podcast. So yeah. I've um, also played the first Assassin's Creed, so I don't know if that works as a game that I'm like devoid of. Uh, I mean, I could just start on literally any other one where <laughs> they throw all the shit out the window as often as they can. <laughs> um, a cool game you can play with Assassin's Creed is like, uh, figure out when the lead the like the lead game designer or like creative director of the Assassin's Creed franchise quits and they replace him by like when the storyline changes entirely and they go like that was actually this other thing like it's now they're God like don't worry about that stuff this is different and better now and they do that like 15 times during the series because you know it's oops there's no Nomura to yeah. um to Assassin's Creed uh, I think at this point probably Haikyuu. I can explain to you my volley- the volleyball anime that I love so much. Yeah, that's true. But that might that's not a video game, so I feel like the, like the element that like that this show has would I don't know if it would translate the same way of me just like explaining like a manga to you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like that's where we landed on last time, where we're just like, uh, I think everything that we have like. Anything that you're into that I'm not into, I'm, like, actively not into. Yeah, because I can explain, like, things about pro wrestling, but, like, the weirdest pro wrestling stuff is not super interesting if you're not already interested in pro wrestling. And, like, you know, maybe, like, I uh, uh, the Promised Neverland um, manga, I can explain that. But, again, like, that's art. That's, like, a, like, a coherent story, <laughs> not, like, this weird, like, sort of, like, shattered story that's told over like 40 different parts and like different mediums and stuff that kingdom hearts is so i don't know i don't think there i think we hit the sweet spot and like we can't <laughs> go anywhere from here um next is from pete at the edge of my pete uh congrats on making it out of recoded in one piece uh for shannon do you feel like you've gained an added appreciation for this odd duck of the series no no, <laughs> asked and answered. My cockles have not been warmed at all. I still do not like it. It is still my least favorite Kingdom Hearts. For <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't know what I expected. Uh, for Jake, how does it feel to now be coming up on plot points that even Shannon doesn't entirely know about? Uh, I don't know what you mean. I I've, I played the games because <laughs> you should play the games. Yeah, unless you mean like like this game where you had you know seen it once but there's not really a lot of new plot points in it so <laughs> yeah i don't know how to answer this because i feel like you do know all the plot points going forward i mean there are like loose threads that weren't tied up at the end of kingdom hearts 3 but uh, i guess that counts yeah i don't know i f- i feel weird going forward at all <laughs> i don't know every time i think i have a handle on it they're like shannon's like did you know there's another organization 13 and then it exits the call like within a minute 
I got sick. <laughs> I know. And look, it's the timing is convenient, I guess, Shan, is what I'm saying. Because <laughs> I just sat in this chair for an extra, like, 12 minutes just being like, what the, where the fuck were they? What, what are they then? And then the worst part about that is that I remembered a while ago, I was like, why are they called Organization 13 if there was only 12 at the start? When you know when the uh, Kingdom Hearts one is because Roxas doesn't show up and he's number thirteen. He doesn't show up till the end of Kingdom Hearts one. And you're like, I don't know, stay tuned. And I was like, is this is this fucking it? Is this what that was? So that's where I am in my life. <laughs> uh, from Lewis at Boss LCA, Jake, how many times is having to play the plot of the same Kingdom Hearts game be too many times in the sa- like in the in a row? I would say two or three, like this game did. <laughs> I understand why they did it. Like the their reasoning is sound. It just I feel like if I was actually playing it, it would suck to do. Right? Yeah. Which is why David doesn't like it. A guy yeah. who once told me that because I, I was like, yeah, I wasn't super thrilled with the first uh with Avengers Infinity War. And he's like, Yeah, but my mom knows who Thanos is, so like that's crazy, and I love that. And I was like, Oh yeah, cool. <laughs> so like <laughs> Yeah, so if he's like, I hate this thing, I'm like, okay, damn, it must be egregious then. Yeah, he's pretty good at finding the positive. <laughs> yeah, because we talked about, we were talking about, it was when he guessed it on Morphin Grid, uh, the first or the second time, and we were talking, just talking about stuff, and he had, the only, th- I was like trying to pull some like, Operation Overdrive stuff, and he's like, yeah, it's just bad, and I'm like, that's all I'm getting? Dang, David. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, I would say uh, three, I guess. Uh, Shannon. Yes. Are we inside of a data simulation right now if Jake can withstand the emotional... Oh, to see if Jake can withstand the emotional impact of a Kingdom Hearts series. Yes. Mm, damn. Bad news. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, I'm not paying my student loans anymore if I'm just data. So. <laughs> All right, next is from Lulu at... I'm going to say this wrong, and I'm sorry. At Selber Sewell? Seal? One of those is my guesses. So if one is right, then that's the one I picked. Question number one. uh, Does Jake plan on listening to Interstitial after getting caught up with the Kingdom Hearts lore? I would like to. I am behind on every podcast as is. Um, So it would would be pretty low on the pile, um, but I would like to. I haven't even read the like anything about the system because uh, when Riley made it, Shannon was like, don't look at it just yet because there are certain archetypes that will like lead you to like, this is coming up or like, this is a thing. And so I don't know if we've gotten to the point where we're past all that yet. Uh, I'd probably have to look again because I know there were some based on Aqua, Terra, and Ven, basically. Okay. Um, but I know like, at, like bef- it came out before Kingdom Hearts 3. So before we get there, I'll be like, good to look at it at least. But yeah, I I literally avoid everything kingdom hearts just just on principle in case because i don't want my algorithm to start thinking for itself and be like hey you have a kingdom hearts podcast would you like to hear would you like to see this youtube video where the title is a big spoiler and the thumbnail is a bigger spoiler and i'm like no i would not actually so i try to not look at it at all second question would you guys consider doing a bonus episode playing interstitial possibly yes it depends it it depends on uh like how we would do it and also if we had time because yes. Shannon and I are both pretty busy folks. 
And then third question, if you were to manifest a Keyblade, what would it look like? Oh, I feel like we've answered this like 55 times. Yeah, uh, mine's art-based with like Cintiq pens and stuff like that. I can't remember. Uh, mine was like audio editing based. So, like the Keyblade was like a waveform where the like the teeth were like me going, what do you mean there's another Organization 13 or something? <laughs> <laughs> we've got quite a few. Do you want another email now and we can just do the rest of these uh, Twitter questions? Uh, Sure. We got a email from Matthew. Okay. I'll put this on this so I can actually face my microphone while I'm talking. <laughs> uh, howdy, Jake and Shannon. I want to start with these questions with a little more name-based torture for Jake. Mm. Didn't you know that Master Ericus's name is just an anagram for square? No wonder Master Yen Sid and him are such good pals. <laughs> also, Ventus, Terra, and Aqua are pretty straightforward, being wind, earth, and sky. But did you know that Sora, Riku, and Kairi mean roughly that, too? But at least there's no X's than like a little smiley face. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> boy, if there were. Oh, man. No, I can't think about that. Uh, I did. So I did know that Ericus is square. Um, I think you said that in the be Someone said that in the beginning of uh, Birth by Sleep. And you mentioned it on the show. And I did know that I found out relatively recently that Riku meant Earth. I think I think on a bonus episode when we finished Birth by Sleep, you mentioned that. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, relatively recently, I did learn those things. <laughs> and now the actual questions. Jake, since you came out of the gate as someone who was going to stick up for Recoded, what sort of improvements would you make if you were Nomura, uh, besides not putting it on a phone, obviously? <laughs> Number, I mean, look, if you put it on, like, an iPhone or, like, an Android, that like, a phone people can get anywhere in the world, then, like, that might do better. But, yeah. Um, I think, overall... I like what I like what he's going for. And I didn't have to play the games, so I don't have to worry about the actual execution because like what I got out of it was good. But if I was playing it, I definitely would have been frustrated around, you know, the third time you go to the Coliseum or whatever. And I also realized like yesterday that you don't go to Halloween Town at all in it. Yeah. Or um, Atlantica. Yep. So that's weird that he's like, here are all your memories, but fuck Ariel. <laughs> <laughs> and don't remember Jack. You don't need to worry about them. And I think that the Atlantica stuff in the first game, well, in the first and second games, were like very cute. I think him and Ariel hit it off very well. Yeah. And they were very fun. <laughs> I don't know. Apparently it's like fun to actually play. Like the actual like mechanics of the game are like pretty well done and, and fun. And I really like the idea that like, you go into like the datascape and now it's a side scroller and now it's a sonic like 3d sonic game uh and now it's a turn-based like and i think doing that more maybe would have been better instead of being like we got the three we're good <laughs> so that's maybe what i would do i feel like if they made it more unique and more rewarding because there definitely reaches a point where you're like all right i'm just play replaying kingdom parts one yeah for the first time and then the second time and also kind of a third time <laughs> yeah so I feel like if they got, like, more weird and unique with it, it could have maybe been a bit easier of a pill to swallow. Yeah, because like, I thought I was in the impression it was going to be the stuff that, like, Diz put in Sora. Because he says, like, I put stuff in his memories so that he can fix it because, like, I fucking suck and I'm not going to do that. Yeah, that's not till the end. So that's not. But that's at the end. But that doesn't even really seem like that's the like the maybe that, it doesn't seem like that's all the stuff Diz was talking about. Like, I still felt like there was more because nominee's like. I kind of did this stuff and like, here's other things. There's like kind of just already hiding in your heart anyway, but like 
it definitely feels like this is like here's some stuff i'm just gonna put there but i feel like it wasn't everything so i feel like if you would have found like new things that weren't just like i'm in the matrix for a minute during like the different levels i feel like it would have made the game seem a lot more like necessary yeah <laughs> you know because, like, there's definitely stuff in there where I'm like, okay, that you know, they established the datascape and, like, how data works in this world and, like, and, like how you traverse, like, digital versions of worlds and they have, like, their own setup. Yeah. And, like, you know, they tease the Book of Prophecies and all that, like, weird <sighs> Did stuff. Not, don't enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> don't enjoy a throwaway line to something that seems pretty important. <laughs> um, so I guess, like, well, I'll deal with that eventually. <laughs> And then, uh, and Shannon, since you're the definition of a kick-ass character designer and have mentioned a few times about your distaste of a certain cat bear's outfit, have you tried to redesign his horrifying individual combinable pant legs into something (laughs) not terrible to think about? I haven't. One, thank you. And two, I haven't, because I don't want to think about Pete. I I mean, how do you, like... Because like, Kingdom Hearts has a lot of unnecessary zippers, right? We've talked about yeah. the the amount of zippers and belts that Nomura seems to think he has to put on characters. Most of them are at least, like, aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, this one makes my junk nervous. Like, looking at <laughs> Pete's pants makes me think of that one scene from Something About Mary. And everyone who's got some dangle knows how terrifying that scene is, if you've seen it. So, like... Those pants are a no-fly zone for me. I don't know. No, I think they're you... exclusively a fly zone. <laughs> <laughs> Which is maybe the worst part, right, is the problem. <laughs> like, just give him some overalls or something, man. Like, give him yeah. a regular-ass pair of pants. I feel like there's a way they could have made it work. And I haven't really thought of it. Maybe I should, like, do that one day. And, like, waves vaguely at vague concept of free time. Maybe instead of a Kingdom Designs in, like, a little while, you can just do, like, like a redesign of Pete. Of Pete. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> or maybe instead of doing, like, a, like a Heartless or a Sora forum, we can be like, just you redesign X thing that someone can vote on, you know? Maybe yeah. put that on the, on the Kingdom Designs tier. Um, and then you can worry about fixing Pete's horrible, awful pants. <laughs> And then it ends off with, uh, thanks so much for helping me rekindle this unholy obsession with Kingdom Hearts, and best wishes to you both. Uh, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, glad we could help get you <laughs> back into the dark arts that are Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Welcome back to the abyss. Uh, so next is from Cassidy at Mad Lobotanist. Uh, this is a fun one. The Kingdom Hearts good guys are having a pizza party. How many and what kind of pizzas do they order? And are there any other fun snacks or drinks? I feel like Sora's the kind of kid that could probably eat two pizzas by himself. I feel like he would absolutely just shovel away pizza, regardless of what is on top of it. Yeah. He seems like kind of a ninja turtle in that aspect. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like Rico's the kind of person that keeps bringing up pineapple on pizza when no one else in the room cares about it. Like, in a good way? Like, he wants to put one on like there? Like, he's or, mad about it. Or he's always like, oh, why is pineapple on pizza? And they're like, no one has it here. Get Riku, chill out, man. Sora ate all of it. You don't even have to eat it. <laughs> it was near a pizza that I liked. I don't want... Riku, <laughs> all right. It's okay. Like, because I'm I am firmly anti-pineapple on pizza, but that's only because I don't like pineapple the fruit. 
I don't want it put anywhere that I could eat it, especially on a pizza, but also literally in anything else. I love pineapple and pizza. I'm part of the problem, but it's delicious. So <laughs> I don't see. I don't think it's a problem because like pizza is a is like a delivery method. You know, like it's not just it's it's a food, but it's also like a way to eat other foods. So <laughs> I feel like you can put whatever on pizza and it'll be fine. I just don't like pineapple as is. So like that's why I don't like it on pizza. That's fair. I feel like so. I feel like Kyrie likes a white pizza. Where there's like no sauce and it has the, like the no sauce. Yeah. I feel like me and Kyra would have the same taste and like it's either I'm only eating pepperoni or I'm getting some weird shit that's like ricotta, fig, and prosciutto. With like a fig? With an arugula salad on top. Yeah, it rules. That there's, sounds very weird. There's a brick oven place like right down the street from us that luckily does curbside because their fig and prosciutto pizza is awesome. Uh, well, I, next time, I like sweet stuff on pizza. Next time I'm in town. I see I I don't know. I, I I don't I don't like go for sweet stuff on my pizza. But that's because like when I come to a pizza, I'm like, I know what I want out of a pizza because pizza's you know, it's been there for me my whole life. So I know like I know what I like when it comes to pizza. <laughs> I never really thought about. Yeah, I'm either getting like weird stuff like that or just only eating like pepperoni. Uh, my my favorite pizza is uh, bacon, hamburger and salami from a place called Amici's in Keene, New Hampshire, because they have really thin and it used to be floppy, but they figured out how to make it so it doesn't flop around anymore. And it kind of lost the magic. Um, the crust used to be real floppy, but the salami is really good on it. And then there's also a place in Austin called Salvation where you can get like, like two of the options are just shrimp and garlic. And you just get a pizza loaded up with that. Nice. And it's pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah, Luca's a brick oven place. So it's real floppy pizza if that's what you like. Well, next time I'm in town. <laughs> We'll go, we got to go to show you first because I have not stopped thinking about it for coming up on a full calendar year now. <laughs> and then we can get the nice floppy pizza. This sounds very good. <laughs> um, what other snacks and drinks? Doritos. You yes. know there's Doritos at this place. Oh, absolutely. And then I feel like, I don't know what other snacks, like Bugles maybe. Like, yeah. Uh, Sora's definitely doing like He's the doing witch fingers for witch sure. Witch fingers. Him and, him and Kyrie are both doing it and Riku's like rolling his eyes at them. Yeah. He wants to, but he's got an image to maintain. <laughs> As for drinks, I feel like they would get like store brand sodas that are like, like, do you know what flavor they're trying to tell you about? But like, it's not like they're not getting Mountain Dew. They're getting like Dr. Lightning or, you know, like <laughs> some like, like weird off brand sodas like that. Yeah, they're cheap. Yeah, which just makes me think of my favorite store brand soda, which is called Watermelon Slice, available in HEBs in Texas, nowhere else in the world. <laughs> and boy, let me tell you how good that watermelon soda is. <laughs> if you're in Texas and you like a watermelon drink, I cannot recommend Watermelon Slice enough. It's extremely good. Next is from Malroy. Sorry, it's Mallory at Malroy191. I read those <laughs> out of order. How many Soras is too many Soras, if such a thing is even possible? And what other Soras would you like to see in future games? Uh, as someone who has, I think, over 30 Sora Pops, there's not too many Soras. There's, you have quite a few different images of Sora on your, in your toy basement. Uh, yeah, so we, we have a lot of Soras. Have we mentioned on the podcast in a while that you bought the house you live in because it had a finished basement you could put all your toys in? You and your husband could put all your toys in? Uh, no, but that is a fact. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I've been down there. It is bracing <laughs> when you get down there. And there's just a lot of stuff. I don't know if there is an amount of Soras that is too many Soras, but I would just like to, like, in the games, I would just like a quick heads up if, like, hey, there's going to be someone else in Sora's heart by the end of this game. I would just like them to tell me, like, don't worry about it. It's just going to happen at some point. <laughs> just be cool. It's gonna He's be got, like, a counter that's going up. Yeah, something. Um, Days since last Sora, and it's at zero. <laughs> since last new kid in here. Um, I, I think what Sora's would I like to, like new Sora's I would like to see in future games. I am a sucker for when someone time travels back from a bad future. So <laughs> I would like to see like grizzled adult Sora who's still like really fun and cool and hopeful and likes his friends, but just like has a beard. <laughs> oh, that'd be adorable. And is like a little taller. <laughs> <laughs> but still shorter than Riku. Still shorter than Riku, no matter how hard he tries. <laughs> Next is from Scott at Mr. Ace of Kings. Um, I'd love to hear more of your Kingdom Hearts of Sora theory. Oh, we covered that. Did that yeah. at the top. This is from Paco at Info underscore Predator. Uh, so what do you think would have happened if Maleficent had run across her data version in the journal? Maleficent trying to explain the date escape, uh, date escape <laughs> to her copy would be hilarious, but probably end with a fight. Uh, I feel like there's two ways he can go. She murders it mm -hmm. or... They join forces. Yeah. The only other option I could see is that they would. And I don't. I'm, try, I'm trying to remember where this was. I think it was in Invincible, the comic Invincible, where there was like the twins. One was a clone of the other one, but they didn't know who was the clone and who was the original. Oh, yeah. Um, I feel like that would happen with Maleficent and they would just be angry that like they both thought they were the real one. But I don't I don't know. Um, I don't know how. Yeah. Other than that, they would destroy each other or team up and it would be just bad news for everybody. Yeah. I feel like two Maleficent showed up like the game's over because like it's it's tricky to handle one Maleficent. Like two is just like an unreasonable amount of Maleficence to have on hand. <laughs> Next is from Joshua at Joshua Scrubs 27. Uh, one of my favorite parts of this podcast is hearing Jake recap aspects of previous games. Is there ever going to be an episode of Jake taking 30 minutes to explain the plot of Kingdom Hearts to you? Uh, keep up the excellent work. Love the show. All right. I have an idea. So the point of Dream Drop Distance is that Riku and Sora, you play as both of them at the same time, but you dream drop between them. So what if while I'm doing notes, I just fall asleep and then you have to take over the show until I wake back up. <laughs> then I have to make it up, I guess, as I go. You just read the same notes. <laughs> oh, you just you just send me your notes, and then yeah. I will see. That would be a lot of me going like, "All right," and then Sora goes, "What the? F why did he do what? What?" <laughs> As I just like float. As you just slowly drift away. <laughs> uh, maybe when maybe after Kingdom Hearts three, because there are more games after Kingdom Hearts three. Because Nomura, God bless him. Maybe when we're done. I will try as as succinctly as possible to recap everything for the whole series in 30 minutes. You'll do your own Unrivaled. Exactly, yeah. God, <laughs> I can't wait to watch that. We're coming up on the game where after we hit a certain plot point and I can watch it. <laughs> I was I was showing my little brother them and we were, we were going through them and every sing I've watched every single one. So it's like you see the video, like the image is a red bar underneath and, and, and there's just one. There's one Nikki video. 
waiting for me to watch it someday. Let's see. This is not a question, but it's from uh, Kaylee saying that um, she heard me reference Maya Iverson and can't believe someone else loves the sounds. I do. They're my favorite band. <laughs> Everyone listen to the sounds. They're really good. I saw them in a concert once in a concert. That's how a human would say that. Yeah, I was at I was at a sounds concert and the it was in Orlando. There was um a kind of a fence and then like a couple feet and then the stage. And she was like right up there and she touched my hand like very briefly and looked at my eyes. And I was like, well, tonight's the best night of my life. Because if you see my eyes, she's very pretty. <laughs> so uh, next is from Al B. Tross. I do not think that is your legal name. Uh, <laughs> B underscore Tross. I believe it. Uh, for, uh, for Jake. So now we've had Heartless and Nobodies, Unversed and Bugs. What kind of enemies would you like to see Sora and Co. fight next? Love you both. Excited for 3DS. I would I would like to see Sora fight the bad guys now. Um <laughs> these 13 assholes that won't go away. Apparently there's a whole new set of them. <laughs> so whatever that means. They just had to send like their coats off for dry cleaning and now they're back and they're new. Okay. It's you know how there's new Coke? New organization 13. <laughs> Crystal organization 13. No! <laughs> um so Here's the here's the problem with where I am in the Kingdom Hearts lore is I know that there's a we're about to do a new game and then there's Kingdom Hearts 3 which everybody was just like giving themselves wedgie, wedgies over for like 15 years waiting for it to come out. I know it's like the big ending and asterisk there are more games there's the Unchained and then there's going to be a new one starring yeah. Kyrie I guess. Yeah, mom. It's it seems yeah, mom. Kingdom Hearts, mom. Hey, yeah, cool job uh, on that one. By the way, <laughs> last time a game series that I really liked had one with a subtitle that you could turn into mom was Metroid. Metroid Other M is terrible, and I just I'm hoping better for Kyrie than Samus got done in that one. <laughs> but here's the problem with where I am, with the exception of the first secret ending, where Yen Sid who is Disney the man, like Disney the company the man, tells me that now Xehanort's going to come back because of some sort of secret failsafe backup thing. Aside from that, I thought we got everybody. I thought we did it. I thought we nailed it and, and killed everybody. But now I got to worry about Xehanort coming back. I don't know how he's going to come back because the dude fucking took over a boy and then split himself into two. And then now they're dead, and they're, so that's like a whole thing. And it might have been mentioned that there are several coming back in some way. So I just want to see him fight someone that will die for real this time, I guess, is what I would like. <laughs> you don't care who he fights as long as they die. Just stay dead is all I'm asking. I'm a simple man <laughs> so for once. Oh, you're going to have fun in 3D. Cool. <laughs> I'm excited. Because I think I know the least about this one of all of the. Because like I don't, I didn't know what like Recode was about, but I, I knew like going into it, I'm like it's probably something to do with data. Because that was you know that's been going around. And then like uh, Birth by Sleep, I knew was like a the was in the past. It was like a sequel of some or a prequel of some sort. But like other than the fact that I know that um, <laughs> Sora and Riku sleep at each other, like they just fall asleep while the other one has to do something. I don't know what I don't know what anything is going to happen. So I'm excited. Uh, next is from Zach. 
at it me Zach G. Uh, question first, Kim Smarties. You meet Data Shannon and Data Jake. What do you wish to learn from yourselves? I don't know, man. <laughs> better time management. I feel oh, like yeah. I feel like a computer would be way better at that than me. Oh, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> if one if if Data Jake could like give me any cool secrets to like work past the ADHD, that would be pretty <laughs> dope. I think because I feel like also a computer would be much better at that. Yeah, and if, like, the data version of me can take all the memories of going to the therapist and just, like, download that shit so it actually sinks in, that'd be great. <laughs> so that, like, when it comes back to you, it's, like, already, like, in your long-term memory, already, like, oh, like the I, lessons have learned. Now. Yeah. <laughs> also from Zach, uh, Coded played with a lot of different genre styles. What game style do you think would be interesting to host the Kingdom Hearts story? And what weird game would be insanely crazier with a Kingdom Hearts story? Uh, I'm thinking like Untitled Goose Game, but with Donald. Uh, well, uh, for the longest time, I did want a Kingdom Hearts rhythm game, which is what I'm getting. Yeah, that's Mom, right? Is yeah, uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. It's a Kyrie-led rhythm game. This hole was made for me. That is that is that is Nomura's apology to Shannon Maynard. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. Um, we talked about um, if like a Animal Crossing esque like kind of chill game where you run around and help your neighbors like Kyrie doing that on destiny islands while kingdom hearts 2 is happening yeah uh destiny islands new horizons would be great yeah that would be really cool i think would be <laughs> would be very fun um i don't know what else because i don't play a lot of other videos maybe a katamari game that's kingdom hearts would you would you still be Sora just rolling up people, or would you be like? What if you're Zemnis rolling up hearts? <laughs> and your Katamari is just a big Kingdom Hearts, and you just roll it around and try to get everyone's hearts. And then at the end, instead of being like, "Dad, turn this bunch of people and buildings and stuff into a star," it's Sora, and he unlocks it and sets the hearts free. He's like, "Start over, asshole." <laughs> I I could dig it. <laughs> Um, next is from Gutslove at the real Gutslove uh, for Shannon. Any thoughts on Recoded, or is it still a bore? It's still a bore. Fair. <laughs> uh, and Jake, how was Kingdom Hearts Meets the Matrix for you? Like I said, pretty good. I didn't have to play it, so yeah, you didn't have to watch like for every like hour long video I would watch, I'd maybe get like five minutes worth of notes. Uh, to to put it in perspective, there are seven episodes of our show about um about kingdom hearts and you had to watch like 19 videos to get that there were 24 i think that is the 20 that's a lot that's like four video almost like it's like three and a half videos per episode of us yeah so there like would, there would be videos where i would literally write down a sentence and nothing else yeah so like that's a that's a rough time <laughs> So if anything, it kind of got more boring. Yeah, um, I only got the good parts, so like it was pretty cool. I don't know what everyone's going on about. <laughs> so it's pretty nice. Um, from Brie, like the cheese. That is their display name. That is not me saying making an equivalent to cheese. <laughs> uh, at laughter by night. No question. Just wanted to thank you guys for the show. It's been one of the pods I uh, the pods I turn to uh, in order to help my anxiety and just chill out. Very much appreciated right now. Oh, you're very welcome. You're welcome. Uh, I have often said that the only thing I hope to accomplish with any of my podcasts is to make someone's day a little easier. 
And if that's all that happens, then, then dope. Then I did my job. Glad I can do it by just like frustrating my friend. <laughs> for your amusement. For your amusement. Look, it's what if this is what I was put on the earth to do, then so be it. <laughs> <laughs> to be confused and frustrated actively on purpose. <laughs> um, next is from Jamie at Pocky Master J1. Uh, since Coda was released on a phone, it got me thinking. What's the most obscure thing you've played a game on? I once owned a game that uh, played on a watch. Oh yeah, there were like watch games. Yeah, they. Did, I don't know if they told time. <laughs> they just were like a game you put on your wrist. <laughs> Play any games on anything weird? Not really. I guess do Tamagotchis count? Because that's playing a game on a keychain. In that concept, is, that's weird. That's a, yeah. That is that is pretty weird of an idea. Um, in in Japan. At at least the airport, but also who knows where. Um, there are games attached to urinals, so like, like the better you pee in one place, <laughs> the higher score you get. I'm not 100 sure how they work, but that seems very. I haven't played one myself, <laughs> um, but I would like to because I feel like I I could do pretty well at that. That's definitely a decision someone made. Yeah, um, I don't know if they're on regular toilets too or just urinals, but like. That's a that's a weird place to play a game. Not that I have done it again. But as soon as I go to Japan, you know I'm checking that off the list. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think yeah, I think also a Tamagotchi. Um or like on uh like when if you have Google Chrome and your internet goes down, there's like a little dinosaur. Oh yeah. You play a little jumping dinosaur game. That's like on a computer already, which is like where a lot of games are, so <laughs> I don't know if that counts. Um, next is from Justin at SD Hero. Uh, curious how Jake feels at this point about the overall franchise narrative, uh, where he thinks uh, and where he thinks his head is next. Shannon, of course, can share her opinions too. Uh, just to play 3DS in anticipation of y'all covering it. Thanks as always for such a delightful podcast. Uh, you're welcome. How do I feel about the overall franchise narrative at this point? Well, are you tired yet? I've, I've been tired, Shannon. I've been tired. <laughs> Cards on the table, there was a there was a point probably in Kingdom Hearts 2 where I was thinking like at some point I'm gonna have enough information that nothing is gonna be as like surprising as it has been. And thankfully, I've been very wrong about that. <laughs> so And I will say 3D does have another turn that I re I remember the moment I got to a plot point where I just put down my 3DS and walked out of the room for a minute. <laughs> I haven't walked away yet. It got close. <laughs> it's got close a couple times, but <laughs> I think I took my headphones off at one point during. Oh, I don't remember. It might have been. It was either birth by. I think it was birth by sleep. Um, I took my headphones off. Because it was about something that I called at some point. It might have been, did I call Xehanort body? Yeah, I called yeah. Xehanort body snatching Terra. And you said it happened. I was like, nope, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but that's how I, I feel pretty good going forward that I'm going to keep being. I'm like, like right now I'm sitting in the fact that like there's a new guy that, that and they all have fucking the seven of the original organization, 13 members, just like in a matrix chair or fucking whatever like i don't know what they're doing they're like <laughs> unconscious on tables or some shit on the floor <laughs> and you said it was in so it's in like fucking ansem's house like i hate it i hate it <laughs> <laughs> uh 
Uh, that's how I feel about the franchise narrative at this point. <laughs> and that's Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> that's like Kingdom Hearts, baby. <laughs> uh, next is from Tamuki at Ikamot. Uh, hey guys, love the podcast. It helped me remember my own love for the series. I have a question for Jake. Based on everything that has happened in the series so far, how do you think it will end? Are there any major events you're expecting in the upcoming game? I literally have no idea what's going to happen in 3DS. I just don't. I just have no idea. Kingdom Hearts 3, I, they, like, they gotta. Who do you think they're fighting in Kingdom Hearts 3? I mean, fucking more Xehanorts, right? Like, because if we just, you kill him, he just comes back. What do you do? I hope they fuck. I hope, I hope they fight Brig. I don't want him to kill him. I just want them to beat him up enough till he's like, all right, here's what I've been doing the whole time. <laughs> here's been the plan. You just want to be wedged a little bit. How do I think it's going to end? I have no idea. Like, I, I read a lot of manga, shonen manga nowadays. So I hope it ends with a time skip where everyone is doing good. <laughs> Everyone's happy and fine and healthy. And that's it. Maybe Scora, Sora, Scora, Sora. I feel like I just skipped like a CD. Uh, maybe Sora has uh, like a high school degree now because I feel like he should be in school, right? Instead <laughs> of running around beating the piss out of monsters with his big sword. He's got more important things to do. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Algebra never helped me in the real world. All right, from Colton. Congratulations, you have been made into nobody's now part of Organization 13. Oh, no. Um, also, you won the work placement lotto, so you get first pick at Warrior Station. Uh, where are you hanging out when Sora ends up confronting you? My favorite Disney movie has already been in. I guess I'll try, like, what would my powers be if I was an Organization member? And then adjust accordingly. Right. Because we talked about, like, a, a while ago, like, what our weapons would be. I th I think. Yeah, I can't remember what I said mine was. Though. I don't remember what you said. I know I said I would have like a sword whip like Ivy from Soul Calibur because it is the coolest weapon you can have. <laughs> I don't know what my powers would be. I would want it to be like either time, but Luxord's got that covered, right? Because this is sort of time based. Yeah. And Or fire and axles, that's his whole shit. So like, can't step on those toes. So, like, I don't know, maybe, like, I don't know, I have no idea. What about space? Oh, that's Xemnas, right? Xemnas has space. Kinda? He has Xemnas powers. Yeah, he, has, he did have lightsabers coming out of his hands now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I would like space, so I can teleport around, cool stuff like that. I mean, the world I would like to be in would be, like, my favorite Disney movie is Robin Hood, but I would definitely stick out being not an animal person so i don't know how well i would accomplish a task there <laughs> so my favorite disney movie is aladdin but aladdin's already been in so many kingdom hearts I games but i guess there wasn't an organization member there in kingdom hearts 2 no the only time an organization member there was in 358 when uh zigbar was like let's go and get medallions or whatever <laughs> So I guess yeah, no, I can still take a look. Yeah, no, I'll be in Agrabah. No one's there. Um, yeah, I'll be, I'll be in. What's another one? I I liked Peter Pan a lot. Was anyone like stationed in Peter Pan? Uh, Peter Pan was was Peter Pan in Kingdom Hearts too? I don't think it was. Yeah, because he was a summon. Yeah, no, no, you're right. 
Yeah, because he was in one. That's where Kyrie was. But that was that. Yeah. No one in the organization was there. That's when we 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 didn't know anything about that. The, <laughs> the world was young. Yeah, back when we were but babes, <laughs> swaddled babes. <laughs> I'll say I'll say Peter Pan. If I can just pick one to put in there, I'll be in Peter Pan world. Nice. Just hanging out, getting cool stories from the pirates, trying to take over the pirate ship because I'm look I'm there. It's done by voting. You vote to see who the captain is. That's pirate law. So like I think <laughs> I think I could probably convince a couple people to vote for me. I'd just try to be friends with Jasmine. She seems very cool. So <laughs> <laughs> uh next is from uh Asimov Fangirl at Asimov underscore fangirl. Uh hi, if you could change the game mechanics of Recoded, what would you do? Or would you have it be uh or would it have been better if it was a short movie slash comic? I know this is going to sound weird because I don't like this game, but I feel like it'd be hard to change. Yeah, I feel like if it was just like, because there is a movie version of it, right? Yeah. Like that's, so like, I feel like that is probably like a better way to get the whole thing across. It's also four hours long. But that's a long movie. That's a Snyder cut. <laughs> yeah. And like, it's not the best storytelling. They definitely like cut out a bunch of stuff and like phrase things weird so like there's yeah. parts that like don't make sense uh, on their own <laughs> that's just to throw you off the scent <laughs> i don't know i feel like it's fine as the game that it is i just wish it was more interesting yeah I guess that's more like what's in the game than like how the game plays since apparently it plays very fun uh, yeah everyone said it would like it it plays like some combination of like birth by sleep and 3ds like it's leading to that and so like it it is fun to play but i've never played it so i cannot confirm or deny <laughs> yeah i feel like, if the, like again like, like i think we said a couple of like questions ago like if it was just like if they had more stuff that like was new and mattered like in a new way i think it would have probably hit a lot better yeah if it felt like you were doing something more often than like you weren't Rather than just, I'm going to jump on a block. <laughs> yeah. I guess more efficient storytelling. Yeah, yeah. Um, next is from Sizzle at Dark Data TRC. Would this game be better if three good kids and Donald and Goofy went to camp for the summer and ended up in the digital world? <laughs> I mean, probably. I mean, look, I like Digimon a lot. I think it's a good. I think it's good. Uh, real question. Jake, how much screaming is real versus playing it up? Parentheses. Playing it up is not a bad thing. I would say it's ninety ten real. I don't have. There's not a lot of cheesecloth between me and my emotions to catch them. You know what I mean. So like when it happens, I just kind of let them out. <laughs> let, the, <laughs> let the screaming happen. So it's also the easiest way to like process the weird shit I'm learning as we do it without like getting too far afield. It's most. It's mostly real. If I if I had to uh, put a percentage on it. And then uh, we got two more. Uh, so this one is from Kevin at Kevin underscore D'Amico. Could you please try to fill in the blank about the state of the series at your current point in it? And here's a sentence. The only way this could possibly get nuttier would be if blank. I don't know. I don't like. OK, um, I'm trying to say I don't know. What's another leg? How would they jump? How could Kingdom Hearts jump the shark? The only. <laughs> I feel like they make it a practice of jumping the shark. They'd be like, don't worry, it's cool, actually. 
And if I can be honest, I used to watch a lot of Happy Days. The episode where he jumps the shark fucking rules. <laughs> he's on. He's on. He's being towed by a boat. He's got a vest, a, a life vest on over his leather jacket. And he jumps over a shark. That's <laughs> dope as hell. <laughs> so I think the only. I, okay. So here. So in. I push up my glass. In Naruto, the manga. I haven't seen the show. I've only read the manga. I'm very cool. Um, there comes a point where you learn that spoilers for Naruto, which ended a long time ago. There comes a point where you learn that Chakra, the thing that gives them their ninja magic powers, comes from a alien species that plants a seed and then it grows a, a tree and has a thing called the Chakra fruit, and then they eat that. And then they get more strong and they go to the next world and they do it again, right? That's fucking wild. But if some shit like that happened, if it was like, turns out Kingdom Hearts is an alien that came from another universe, like another, like, not galaxy, but like a different parallel universe to come here to give everybody Keyblades or whatever. Which, now that I say it, that might just be what the fuck Kingdom Hearts is. So, like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not smarter than Nomura is when it comes to this dumb shit. So, like, I don't know. Pulls a Hargreaves? <laughs> I, yeah, right. Like, yeah, something like that. Like, like, have you seen season two yet? Is it good? Yeah. I have to watch it. I haven't watched it yet. Um, we liked it. Okay. But, yeah, I don't know. They'd have to get real fucking weird for me to go, like, this is completely different. Like, because, like, <laughs> like, every three or four episodes, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, so. Yeah, like, there's definitely more insanity coming up in 3D and in Unchained, but like it still fits very perfectly within the world of Kingdom Hearts, and it's just one of those like, yeah, this might as well happen. The only okay, here's okay. The only way this could get nuttier is if Xehanort is Sora's grandfather, <laughs> and he is like a mil a literal million years old. Like if Xehanort's just been around since the dawn of fucking time. If he was in if he was in the first Keyblade War where everyone's fighting over light and keyblades and shit or whatever, it's a little unclear to me. Um if he was there and that's how he knows what happened, and that's why he's like, I wanna do it again. But see what happens now. <laughs> and he also is Sora's biological grandfather. That's the only way it can get nuttier. What if I just said stay tuned? I would fucking leave. <laughs> I would I I just put up a new shade on my I would jump through the fucking window. <laughs> uh the final question is from I'm just gonna say the whole thing. Skimbella Shanks, the railway cat. <laughs> you know, the cat on the railway. Yeah. For Shannon, has going back through recoded changed your opinion on the game at all? Oh, we've already answered this. Hopefully I'm not too late. You were not, but we had answered this before. Yep. Still no. Still so is there like I know you had to go through it like kind of like the worst way to get like i had the best way to get the game you probably had like the worst way which is like watching someone play a thing you already don't like and taking notes about it <laughs> but like nothing did anything new jump out at all anything uh, like click or anything like that i mean the whole like basically the ending being sore just having to like deal with trauma like landed a lot better with me where i was like oh that's actually kind of nice yeah you know like the last five minutes of the game but you know it's fine it does take a long time to get there huh yeah i think like if i wasn't so tired by the time i got there i probably would have enjoyed it more yeah that makes sense all right well that's the last question that's all we got so yeah. um let's see are we at an hour and a half no hour 15 hot damn
And there is a little break in there, so plenty of, plenty of time save. All right, well, thank you very much for the questions, everybody. Um, I don't know if we're going to do, I don't know if we have another bonus episode we can do next week or if we're just going to start 3DS. Uh, I'm sure we'll probably find tweets that Twitter ate that we missed. Oh, yeah, let me, before we even end, let me just real quick run through, because I know Alan asked one, but it might have been, oh, yeah, there's plenty here that got eight. <laughs> Fuck, okay. That's why we're uh, making good time. That Yeah, because Twitter was like, here, let me help you out. And I'm like, I appreciate it, but not today, Twitter. Um, all right, so here's one from Brandon at the Alaskan Hero. Uh, Jake, on a scale from one to ten, how concerned slash worried slash baffled uh, did you get when you heard Shannon say true organization 13? <laughs> I mean, you heard. <laughs> <laughs> it, and like, I want to be I want to be perfectly clear. Shannon said we haven't even met the real organization 13. And I did cut out a little bit of me just not like the gears just stopping. And being like, why? And at the end, you hear me be like, what do you mean? And you look away to say to pause and save your thing. And I'm like, don't look, don't do that. What do you mean? And then I ended and then you hit save and you're like, well, I have to go right now. And then, <laughs> and then you ended the call and that was it. I have never gotten there's never been it's like what like if if when you were like we haven't even met Xehanort yet like in the beginning of uh Birth by Sleep that was like the second ep the first or second episode that was like the we haven't even yet right and you were like if you would have said that and then just dipped it would have been like the same thing but you just like we like still hung around for a minute <laughs> but this time you're just like smoke bomb out <laughs> it's the only benefit of getting sick that night <laughs> the only thing i can think Knowing that there's a true organization 13, is that now I gotta deal with 13 other assholes who want to kill Sora. <laughs> a thing that I hate when people like doing. <laughs> so I guess I'll find that out within a game or two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now there is one from Alan. Uh, so Data Shannon and Data Jake are making their way through the data of Kingdom Smarts and K-pop Smarts for fun. What are the bosses... What kind of help would you give them being trapped on the outside, assuming you aren't teleported in there with your knowledge? So Data Us are going through the podcast. Yeah. I'll tell you what the final boss is. The final boss is our honeymoon episode of K-Pop Smarts. For <laughs> sure. Yeah. I'm still not. Like, we took an hour and a half, and I'm still not. I don't, I don't think we nailed that one down yet. Oh, I miss BAP. <laughs> And they're fucking weird-ass music videos. Just a lot of weird boys that love killing each other at the end of them. <laughs> um, who are the boss? I think some of the bosses are um, the Cats trailer. <laughs> <laughs> the secret ending's definitely your personal boss fight. And it it's like fucking Zigbar, and then it just keeps showing up all the time. <laughs> like, unrelated. Because, like, the next game, or I think, yeah, like the entire next game, which is 358, every things would just be like, well, what about this? And I'd be like, I don't know about this. And then my brain would short circuit. So, yeah, that's definitely the final boss. I think my boss fight is my handwriting. Yeah. Is <laughs> <laughs> you'd be like, I, I don't know what this word is. This could be anything. <laughs> Then the word changes and fights you. Yeah, it's just like a like a jarbled plot point coming to attack me. I'm like, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't. What What did I write? 
what help would we give them from the outside? I don't know. Pre- I mean, presuming that I can in some way like affect the game like a cheat code, I would give them one million simoleons because it's the <laughs> only cheat code I remember on a computer is how to get a lot of money in The Sims. <laughs> Wasn't it like Rosebud or something? It was Rosebud. Yeah. Um, there was also in that's what he was talking about. In that's that movie. what the movie it's about the Sims. That's why everybody <laughs> likes that movie so much because they like the Sims. Yeah, everyone likes the Sims. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that is Citizen Goth. <laughs> I think that's it. Oh, there's there's one from Noel. It's not it's not tagged, but since I'm already here, we can read it. Yeah. Um, for the Q and A, Jake, you okay? <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also, as we all know, Kingdom Hearts is full of bullshit, and we love it for that. What's been your favorite, oh, come on, that's bullshit moment so far? Uh, did you ever expense uh, so much BS when you started? I love the show. Keep up the great work. I feel like I have said, I think I said this is like the end of Kingdom Hearts 1, but that's been a minute. I knew there was a lot of bullshit going into it, right? <laughs> because you hear about how weird Kingdom Hearts is, and until someone like explains it to you, you don't know how weird Kingdom Hearts is. Like, you have the idea, but you don't know. <laughs> and I feel like there's so many layers to Kingdom Hearts as well that, like, you know, I'm still, like, noticing things while going back through the games. I remember, fa- like, when Kingdom when me and uh, David were doing our wedding, like, my poor sweet dad was just like, I don't know what's going on. Tell me about Kingdom Hearts so I can, like, pretend to give a shit. <laughs> And you did a quick, condensed version of the podcast at him. Basically. But, like, while I was going through it, I processed 3D and ended up, like, standing <laughs> on a chair just be like, oh, oh, and this, this is what was happening. And he wanted to do this and this, this and this and this. And my dad's just like, yeah, man, it's awesome. What? <laughs> I'm goofy, right? Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my, my friend Layton had played... Uh, Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2, and my little brother played 1 and 2, and I think that's all he had played, like, so that's all I really, because everyone says, like, all the other games are, like, wild and stuff happens in them, but nobody ever talks about them. No one's ever like, oh, yeah, by the way, turns out that, like, there's a boy in the boy, and that boy is another boy's heart, and when he turns into that second boy, because he gets turned to heartless and he gets better, that second boy is actually, like, mostly this different boy from before. No one ever talks about that shit. Everyone's just like, I don't know, Winnie the Pooh is there, and Mickey Mouse is like, you find the door to darkness? It's weird. And I'm I like, yeah, like a, all right. An apt uh, metaphor is when people talk to, like recommend Madoka to you, they're always just like, oh man, episode three, it's wild, it's insane. Yeah, right. And you're like, yeah, that's shock value. And then you get to episode eight, you're like, why is no one fucking talking about this episode? Yeah, you get to, yeah, I, like, it's like episode six, it was when I like messaged you, I was like, hey, no one talks about the fact that their hearts are not in them anymore, and they will fall apart if you're, if they're too far away from the thing. And you're like, yeah, no one says that. <laughs> and then episode 10 is like, hey, huge spoilers for Madoka. I swear, if you haven't seen it and you have any interest in it, just skip the next like 30 seconds. You hit episode 10 and it's like, oh, by the way, um, Homer has been doing this for like 28 years trying to save Madoka. And that's actually the reason why Madoka needs to be saved at this point. And you're like, holy shit, what? And then it all has to do with like physics. Like the heat death of the universe. Yeah, like this fucking little rabbit cat is like, yeah, well, because of entropy and heat death. And so we like add stuff to it. So there's more stuff 
to get entropy later. And I'm like, that does make sense, but you're going about it in a shitty way, little cat guy. <laughs> Basically, that's Kingdom Hearts. Where that's pretty much like, Kingdom, yeah. Look at the surface level thing. I'm like, what's in the background happening right now? Yeah, everyone's like, yeah, you go to... Uh, you go, you turn into a little fish guy and you go to uh, Atlantica and you hang out with Ariel. No one's like, some guy tries to download a fucking moon at one point with a laser. <laughs> no one no one tells you about the real weird shit. So <laughs> there's, th- there's three people that basically sacrifice themselves to like set up the entire game series and we just don't learn about them until that game. Yeah. And also now this just hit me because I didn't. I didn't realize it at the time because I was still a little bit processing like, ah, Shion's back. I'd like to see her. Um, <laughs> But, like, in the first secret ending, Yen Sid's like, all right, we know where Aqua and Terra is. Or, no, we know where Aqua... He said we know where two of them are. Yeah. And it's just Ven they need to find, right? Oh, no, they were saying they needed to find Terra. They need they... to find Terra. Yeah, because they, they they think they know where Ven's heart is and they know where Aqua is. And so, so this is... <laughs> so it's Yen Sid being like, all right, we know Ven is... Probably a Castle Bolivian somewhere. That's where his body is. We don't know where his heart is. We don't know where his heart is. It's hey, spoiler, it's in another boy. <laughs> <laughs> um and then so then he does know where Aqua he's like, yeah, Aqua's just fucking in darkness and like fuck her, I guess. Yeah, I feel so bad for Aqua. She's just been trapped in darkness alone for like ten and years. Like, and like, hey Mickey Mouse, I know you can go to Darkness Town. He was there in Kingdom Hearts One! You were there for a long time in Kingdom Hearts 1. You have the fucking Kingdom Hearts... You have the Kingdom Key D. What's that fucking D stand for, dude? <laughs> it's not dude. And it's not discover where Aqua is and get her out. Man, Aqua gets done dirty. <laughs> but she did it to save her friend who was already lost. She just didn't know. Oh, God. That's so good. I love oh, birth, I sleep so much. That's the shit. That's the good shit right there. <laughs> it's it's the tightest story time that Kingdom Hearts gets, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> there's a beginning and an end. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited for Fragmatory Passage, because that's birth by sleep. Then there's a number that I do not remember. Then uh, it's frag- zero, 0.2 Fragmatory Passage. You're right. Duh. What, like it's hard? <laughs> What's that mean? Because Birth by Sleep is zero. Kingdom Hearts 1 is one. So you're telling me this is two tenths of a game between Kingdom Hearts, Birth by Sleep, and one? Yeah. (laughs) What's that mean? Anyway, that's the real last question. Uh, Thank you very much, everybody. Gonna get out of here before I yell myself hoarse about (laughs) about this stuff. I feel like you got tired again. I did a little bit. <laughs> um, so thank you for listening. If you want to talk to us on Twitter, we're at uh, Kingdom Smarties. You can use the hashtag Kingdom Smarts to talk about the show, or use the hashtag KHFree to talk about spoiler stuff that I should not know about. Also, also, I definitely think someone just accidentally tagged like a regular tweet about the new game Kingdom Smarts because I saw it come up. Yeah, I saw, at first, like, I sent them a tweet just like, hey, like, be sure, like, we haven't said it in a while, but then, like, I realized they weren't following me, and they weren't following you, and they weren't following accounts, so I just deleted my tweet and just, like, muted them, and it was just okay. like, alright, that's an innocent person, just trying to they have fun. Know. Yeah, um, so, there's that. Uh, also, I guess if you're already using the hashtag, if you have any ideas for a bonus episode we could do, hit us up, because we can do at least one more, I feel like, 
two bonus episodes seems about right for this. Yeah. <laughs> you can email us at kingdomsmartspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we are on Patreon, patreon.com slash kingdomsmarts. We're about to record a, well, we might be about to record. Sooner than later, there will be a new K-pop smarts. Um, I'm not sure if we're about to record one or if we will record one next week. Because I just realized how scratchy my throat got all of a sudden. Oh, no. Um, so one of those is coming soon. And then this week, I promise, we will figure out what the choices for the next Kingdom Designs will be. And you can vote on that if you're the Kingdom Designs peer. Uh, peer? Tier. Just go fishing. Yeah. Where did that pee come from? <laughs> Kingdom Hearts. Uh, <laughs> I- Patreon. It's from Patreon. I don't fucking know. <laughs> you can go vote on that. Uh, coming, coming soon, if not by the time uh, this goes up uh, live. So uh, that should be coming soon. If you want to talk to me on Twitter, I'm at JJ underscore Mason. I'm at Shannon Manor. I've been Jake. I've been Shannon. And that's my Kingdom Hearts. I won't give you one. I gave you the big one yet last time. Oh, thank God. <laughs>